but this one I want, I want like it's in me. Anime cringe compilation. <laughs> and this is Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably, and for 100 episodes now. Yeah, look at us. We're going up in the world. We're hitting that triple digit mark. We are established. It's, it's kind of wild to get here. Um, it did take us as a, a whole three years. Uh, there's been a lot of hiatuses, although... Um, I think this year is going to be a lot better of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's going to be a um, it's going to be a new leaf for us. I feel you know. Yeah, uh, definitely. We're going to be experimenting with more uh, outside the box concepts and you know trying to get uh, the Nymphomercial brand on the map. You yeah, know? yeah. We um, we have some cool guests planned mm-hmm. from different avenues uh, of uh, content. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we're, we're going through transitions. We, we don't have cake anymore. Yeah. Aurora is an enigma that is never to be known if she's here or there. I know she's in the background somewhere. <laughs> yeah. She's in the background and the back rooms. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll just go and see where the, the show goes. It's gone from me and Aaron to then cake and Aurora. And now lemons here, lemon, the like person I just like gushed about in the first like special <laughs> episode we did uh, episode five it's I, i'm so blown away about where this show has come from the conception of a dumb pun i had mm. of nymphomercial yeah no it's uh it's something to be proud of you know i think uh I think a hundred episodes represents a milestone for a lot of podcasts and to finally cross cross that threshold uh just means that we're you know, committed, you know, you're, you're, you're committed and, you know, I'm right there with you to sort of help you up, uh, on this journey. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad we finally reached this point. It does make it feel a little more real to say we're also at 30,000 downloads, which is also mind blowing. Um, mm. I'm not a person used to getting a lot of engagement on the internet. Uh, I don't really like put my stuff in like such a way that like gets a lot of likes and stuff like that. So to see such a high number, um, especially for a podcast of such a, like a, you know, not necessarily niche, but like not something people would listen to a podcast about, <laughs> uh, you would think, um, to reach so high is pretty cool. It's probably not the most easily recommendable podcast you know like exactly (laughs) honestly i think you can recommend nymphomercial to your friends and they might enjoy an episode or two but if they're not really into hentai they won't be like binging it you know yeah yeah i think um where a lot of people would uh probably get the misconception is we're not here to like sort of at at large um ridicule hentai you know we are uh i guess enjoyers of the craft and you know we appreciate all that goes into it. And I feel like maybe the larger population is still treating it as a bit of a bit of a humorous joke, you know, like a sort of a, a gag punchline to wear your Hago hoodie in public and just see the shock reactions. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, we're we're very much a, a different type of flavor. Nymphomercial is definitely on the mission of like normalizing and de-tabooing the uh, stigma of hentai. Like 
Um, you know, porn itself is like already stigmatized, but then hentai oh, yeah. further. And we're like, it's normal and it's fine. It's, you know, just a different flavor for people to enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I think our bites episodes are really easy for people who don't consume hentai to listen to because it's more educational. Mm. We've been doing a lot of those lately, but I definitely want to get back to some some like manga reviews and stuff. Read throughs. Heck yeah. And like you said, we'll be doing some more experimental stuff. Oh, yeah. So we definitely would love feedback from that. Like, this is where I talk to our investors and be like, this is where you get in on the ground up because it's just straight up from here, everybody. You know, you want to be getting here right now when things are just about to pop off. Early adopter special. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, what's funny is one of our least listened to episodes the the title says something about like advertisers or investors are begging or something like that and it was just based off like one or two jokes we made about like getting taylor swift to sponsor us (laughs) but just something about that in the name just (laughs) made people not listen to it oh my god well cowards you know (laughs) oh speaking of listeners um we just got the spotify wrapped Mm. On Spotify, 25% of our listeners follow us, which doesn't sound like a lot, but a lot of people listen to podcasts without actually following it in their services because it like mm. just stays in their recommends and stuff, depending on the app, but especially Spotify. But because of that, we are in the top 15% of followed podcasts on Spotify. Yeah. Pop the champagne. Mm -hmm. We're big now. And then we all know I hate Spotify. So to go to a metric I'm more proud of on good pods, we are number five, I believe, in all of uh, sex uh, related podcasts. Number four for indie sex podcasts. And we're like somewhere in the 30s for comedy podcasts, I believe, or indie comedy podcasts. Look at that. Watch out, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're coming for you. And not <laughs> the good kind. <laughs> we're also coming for Jeff Rogan. There you go. Coming for you. Parentheses. Malicious. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also, I just want to say thanks so much to Aaron, Cake, Aurora for helping us get here for all the amazing stuff they've done, all the work of the reviews and things off the show to help in the background the emotional support that always like encouraging me to to keep going and stuff just but they they've all been amazing and i i'm so happy that they were here to help along the way of course we walk on the back of uh giants uh i just want to make a special shout out to um cake and everyone else have uh, worked with that uh, infomercial they've all been very good and you know what they've contributed to the show uh we will always be uh forever grateful for it's hard to think of their replacements at all, but, um, you know, we're here to keep going and, you know, keeping, keeping the ambition strong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As far as the future goes, um, we've talked a little bit about that. I do want to say we have some ideas of like outside of podcast infomercial related things. I don't want to get into that too much, um, mm. but uh, I'm very excited. One of them's planned for January. Hopefully that stays on track. But yeah, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, 
at infomercial for news updates. Follow us on Twitch to watch us stream as soon as I get a capture card again. <laughs> um, follow us or, or join us on Discord. Um, it's a really cool community place and um, hopefully we'll get some more events going up again. We, it's been a little dead for a bit, but that's just uh, discord.gg slash infomercial. And yeah, I think th- that that's all the main plugs, right? Uh, we did the YouTube as well, right? Oh, no. Um, follow the YouTube in the hot links. I, I don't think we have YouTube.com slash Nymphomercial. I think we have oh, to get okay. to a milestone to get that. But but now YouTube has handles. I don't know. I'll do my best on that. But but it is in the, the very bottom of the show links of this episode and all of them going forward. Oh, yeah. There There is one live stream on the Nymphomercial YouTube right now. It's where we design cakes Digimon. <laughs> which is very cool and uh oh yeah go check that out yeah i'm i'm uh commissioning a huge like digimon nerd uh space uh, sharky space cadet or something like that i always get her name jumbled but uh i'm going to be commissioning her to make a uh digimon card of uh of cake mon so that'll be cool ah awesome and that'll be going out to our patrons in the ten dollar tier uh, but yeah, yeah. So follow all that. We we've got a lot of stuff coming, and um, yeah. Oh, uh, and remember, you did this to yourself. <laughs> yes. One one day we'll get back into the uh, the easy <laughs> transition for that tagline. Yeah, I'm gonna need like a teleprompter. I'm gonna need like some cue cards and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. terrible with that. So yeah, today we've got some uh, cool content planned, something really juicy. Uh, Lemon, do you have any guesses of what I've brought to the show today? Uh, no, I don't, actually. I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being blindsided with whatever is going to happen, so lay it on me. Oh, what was that? Oh, I was just going to edit it out. It's a Dr. Pepper. Oh, a Dr. Pepper, eh? Mm-hmm. What, what uh, flavor are you drinking? Um, I, I have a few at my desk. Um, I've been in on a little kick, but this is just the normal one right now. Oh, okay, are, cool. Are you, uh, are you a pepper fan? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, um, what, uh, what flavor of Dr. Pepper would you say is the best flavor for you? Oh, the best. So I got one stashed away, a uh, limited edition Dr. Pepper dark berry. Yeah, so I was curious about that. I think you mentioned that before. Like, what's the difference between that and like cherry? What's it like? Was it what's the taste supposed to be reminiscent of? Um, cherry, cherry's kind of like a, a sweet kick to the Dr Pepper formula, mm. but dark berry has like um, it does have those like fruity taste to it, but it's a a deeper flavor. I mean, Dr Pepper is always so hard to explain. I mean. Great author, brilliant mind, brother to amazing scientist Hank Green. John Green really goes in depth with um, Dr. Pepper and how it itself was never meant to taste natural. It's um, it's really based off the smell of a pharmacy. Mm. And so, you know, because of that, we we can't compare it to anything else. E- even the patents, they're they're pepper drinks. Things like Mister Pid and stuff like that. They um they fall under like knockoff pepper drinks, and there's no pepper in it. It's just the doctor. It's that influential. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I first tried a Dr Pepper because I think like 
I could be like totally high on this, but I do remember um, like trying to Dr. Pepper in like the early 90s. And that's when it was like introduced to whales. But like maybe it was there sooner and maybe I just didn't notice it. But like, yeah, it's um, I was expecting like um, like a cherry Coke kind of flavor. But like it's kind of like uh, like a halfway co- halfway point between like cherry Coke and root beer for me. Um, and then uh, it's got that aftertaste that everyone is so familiar with. I do like have a strong memory, and I think it is my first because I, I was about six years old. Um, I, I was sat down, and um, the this woman was there uh, with my parents, and I was introduced to my biological mom, which which was pretty cool, amazing thing to learn uh, about my origins, but like really. That that moment was very impactful because um, I had a Dr. Pepper and I found out she was a huge Dr. Pepper fan. Um, so it was like this this spiritual bonding with like an extended part of my lineage, all all connected by the doctor. We are born in the Dr. Pepper and we will die in the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was the pepper that spanked me on the way out. The Dr. Pepper amniotic fluid, you know, it cushions you in the womb. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Dr. Pepper can be life-giving, but it can also take, uh, supposedly she had her kidney, one of her kidneys removed because of how much Dr. Pepper she drank, Yeesh. but she did have other health problems. So that's like kind of, uh, I think that's like, uh, <laughs> people picking on her about it because now she is as fit as a fit horse and she is still drinking Dr. Pepper. She's like super like health conscious about a lot of stuff, but she still has like the pepper in her hand. Okay. She, she's so hooked on Dr. Pepper that when she had a complex migraine with stroke like symptoms, basically a stroke, but not as ongoingly bad. Uh, she was in the hospital. She, she like, couldn't like really talk. Like she was just, um, in like mode of reflex yeah. And one of the first things she could just say with no trouble was just Dr. Pepper, because it is so <laughs> natural for her to ask for a Dr. Pepper that that was that was like her first words. I think I, you t- I think you told me this story before, but like now hearing it again, I'm just also thinking like, well, contextually, she is in a hospital. Yeah. And <laughs> she did just say Dr. Pepper, you know, so like, <laughs> was there wasn't an actual Dr. Pepper on staff that day, was there? You know, and no, she was no, just no. like, like really, I mean, so much pain. Dr. Pepper, help me out. <laughs> that, that would have been a great coincidence if they're just like, oh, we can go get them, but like, <laughs> yeah. I'm that's something I'm thinking about, like, you know, with the name uh, Dr. Pepper. I mean, I'm sure Pepper must be a surname somewhere. Does that like limit people from like getting into the field of medicine if their name is Pepper, you know? Ah, I don't know. I think it really depends on the person because sometimes people with like certain like last names that are related to something are like really into it. Because like uh, there's like a term for that, I believe that like when your last name lines up with your profession in some tangible way like my sister like true story she has she has a dentist called dr smiles um and that's his last name that's not like you know like you know a friendly little like 
moniker he's adopted. He was born something, you know, Brian Smiles and was like, oh, yeah, I'll become a dentist when I'm older. So my last name is Surface. When, when she, like everyone's always like, oh, what? Like when they find that out, and it's like the milk name didn't garner any <laughs> questions, but Surface does. Anyways, um, so throughout all of college, because uh, I, I went to a community college and then I ended up um, going to a uh, art institute, dropped out of both. But while I was at both, almost every single teacher would say, oh, Surface, that's a great name for a blank and blank being whatever they taught. Oh, a photographer. Oh, a mm. painter. Oh, um, a uh, illustrator. The, the only teacher that never said that was my uh, short story teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she never said it would be it's the great name for a short story author. <laughs> That's that's kind of a backhanded compliment a bit, isn't it? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the funniest thing is uh, her and I got along really well. And mm. uh, I said something in class once and she looks at me and she goes, you know, it's a good thing you're cute. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, call 911. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it was college. OK, so. Oh, OK, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Still call 911. I don't know. Be safe. Uh, the um, age <laughs> difference was still worse than you'd expect, though. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I remember hearing Milk Surface and I was like, that's such a protagonist name. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, like young, young, um, the young adult adventure novel protagonist Milk Surface, you know? But, but, but on the pepper thing, uh, I hear, I, I think this is just a rumor. I've never really looked into it, but like a lot of people say, oh, it's a prune soda and like pepper, like, you know, because of the sneeze thing and prunes make you regular. Oh. But I don't think that's it. Yeah, yeah. My little um, interesting Dr. Pepper factoid is like um, the recipe to the whatever's in Dr. Pepper is in like in two halves. And both of them are like, I think, in a bank in Dallas. They, they have confirmed that it isn't prune juice. I remember that one being like a big like stipulation because... Um, I think someone, when they first tried it, was like, oh, this just tastes like prune juice. And these guys just trying to sell prune juice. But like, I think that was quickly disproven. <laughs> so, so so, you're saying that the recipe is like nuke launch codes and separated? I Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? You know, because d- what else tastes like Dr. Pepper, you know? That is true. You know, I, I already touched on it before, but like it is truly unique in the sense that um, it's not going for a natural flavor, which uh, I always thought about when I was younger. Like, what? Why do we always go for these natural flavors and never like otherwise? But there is one example of an unnatural flavor: blue raspberry. That that's not based off any real raspberry or anything. It's just its own candy flavor. Mm. Coincidentally, that is also my favorite candy flavor. I never knew that. I never. Got, I never made much thought about thought about. Um... If, if I ever saw like a raspberry that was blue, <laughs> I then I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that must be why the dark berry is my favorite, because I love I love blue drinks. I'm not a big soda drinker. I try to avoid it, especially because like with the narcolepsy, I have to drink a lot of energy drinks. Mm. But do love blue drinks. Uh, I have like a whole collection in my closet for something special one day. But the dark berry, it's not like actually colored blue, but it's like. The can's blue, which it also has the Jurassic World Raptor blue on it. And Jurassic World is my favorite movie. So, oh, OK. 
Uh, that's interesting you bring up the blue thing because it just makes me think about like um, as a sort of like hunger instinct. Are we gravitating towards like certain colors and sort of a, the need to try them? Like if you went to a soda fountain and like all the labels fell off and you only see like the primary colors from like, you know, like, I don't know, the big like tanks on top, like mm-hmm. you'd gravitate towards like the bright blue one. Oh, for sure. Always. Okay. Like, because that's what slushies are. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even read the label. You just see the color. <laughs> I just, I want to taste blue, mm-hmm. you know? Like, no lie, Windex looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we got a bit off topic, a little distracted, though. Um, and I feel a little bit bad because I never addressed something. Uh, wh- what's your favorite Dr. Pepper? <sighs> My favorite Dr. Pepper. Um, I really like the cream soda. This is the one I'm just drinking right now. You know, it's kind of weird that, like, some soda brands just don't get, like, as wild as they do with flavors anymore. Like, I don't know. I feel like growing up, there was, like, a lot of, like, oh, we'll just try this weird, dumbass flavor and see if anyone likes it. Like, we've had, like, a bit of that recently. Coke is getting back into that. Yeah. yeah. I was just about to say Stardust, right? And we're talking about, like, undefinable flavors and such. Yeah. Coke has, uh, I, th- I think it's actually Starlight. Starlight, Stardust, Star Power. It, it tastes kind of like uh, it's it's. Some people say it's a strawberry vanilla uh, or mm. pink vanilla, um, and then there is um, the Coca Cola Dream World, and that I think to me kind of tastes like an apricot, mm. like vanilla apricot, and then there's marshmallow Coke. Which doesn't taste like marshmallows. It tastes like strawberry watermelon, and it's uh, a flavor sponsored by the DJ Marshmallow. Mm, oh, I see. Yeah, I remember tasting the Star Coca Cola, and I think the first comparison I made to it was like it's kind of like popcorn to me, or popcorn. maybe like some people say candy floss as well. My friend, oops, a non-binary, Melanie Ford, been on the show a few times. Um, actually, one of our most downloaded episodes of this last year was the episode they're on. I think Shout uh, out to 93. Them. Yeah, they're rad. They'll be on again. Heck yeah. Oh, actually, we uh, Cake and I were on their show, Friend Fiction, and that will be in this podcast feed coming soon once I edit it for audio. Dope. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, they are very like adamant that it's a Pepsi flavored Coke because it's just more sweet. <laughs> and so them and I like had this huge discussion over multiple like uh, medias of like TikTok and Twitter and on Twitch about like this Coke flavor. And then I also made them try Pilk. Pilk. Yeah, I still haven't uh, dipped my toes into the holy waters of Pilk yet. Well, I think you're drinking like one of the best things to Pilkify. The Pilkify, the Dr. Yeah. Pepper? Dr. Pepper with cream soda? Yeah, just pour uh, a little bit of, like, creamer in there, my dude. Uh, I don't know. That's just... Come on. <laughs> that sounds like a recipe for, for disaster. I it's, think, it's like, maybe, It's episode 100. Yeah. It's, it's the special. It's December, a magical time of year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta fly next week. I don't want to be ill. <laughs> <laughs> just it just hospitalizes you for a month. <laughs> just no. a, a pilk coma like nurse check what's in his system oh my god he's doc- got dr pilk <laughs> you know what will make you ill though mm. 
the malpractice of knockoff Dr. Peppers. Oh, I still I still haven't tried one of those myself, but like there is um like there is just crap soda in the UK that I was just like familiar with where like, you know, your mom uh, says like, oh yeah, we got Coke at the house and she's like, she bought like stuff from Tesco's and it's like vile. But I haven't tried any sort of like the Dr. Pepper quote unquote uh, substitutes yet. Some aren't that bad, but they're, they're definitely not Dr. Pepper. Mm. There's a uh, Pib. There's, um, oh man, what am I thinking? Uh, there's uh Dr. K, the big K brand. Dr. K. Stavia, that like natural soda has one. Isn't Stavia the artificial sweetener? Yeah, the the drink is something similar to that. It's because they have that in the drink. I always forget the name of it. But Mm. I have a a Dr. Shasta here and let's let's give it a try. Hmm. 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 ASMR, Dr. Shasta review. <laughs> it like, it's nowhere close to Dr. Pepper. Like it doesn't taste like one coherent flavor itself. Like it tastes like a soda flavored with something, you know, like how, how all the like cherry Dr. Peppers and stuff like that. Like you taste Dr. Pepper and something. Mm. The Dr. Shasta tastes like an okay cola, but then with like a good cherry flavor and like a little bit of vanilla so like it's it's like an a, a good cherry coke yeah 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 i can see that it's um it's kind of weird that you bring up uh dr pepper knockoffs because i feel like for some reason it seems to be the one that a lot of knockoffs are gravitating towards like you know you don't see anyone trying to like encroach on a pepsi or um coca-cola or sprites territory but dr pepper is definitely one that like everyone wants to take a swing at maybe because it's like the recipe is so elusive that people are like oh yeah yeah i totally can make this you know like what check this out you know we already know the 11 herbs and spices to kfc but we don't know what the 23 flavors of a dr pepper is is it 23 that seems that's a lot of flavors yeah that's insane you know what? I'm actually looking at the timeline of Dr. Pepper mm. um, variants in North America, starting with Diet Dr. Pepper in 1962. But there are so many. There's Dr. Pepper Red Fusion. Uh, and then you got all your like cherry, cherry vanilla, vanilla, berries and cream. Oh, there mm. was a chocolate Dr. Pepper. Oh, that actually sounds kind of dope. Uh, oh, okay. I was like, what is this heritage, Dr. Pepper? <laughs> um, but it's just like one of the ones that uses real sugar. Mm. Um, and then you got your like different calorie ones, like 10 or zero. Yeah, it's so kind of disappointing when you go on to like, you know, you want to do like a deep dive and like, oh, you know, what kind of other soda brands are out there in the wild you know and it's just like there's just 10 different attempts at trying to make a lower calorie dr pepper you know and it's like come on do the weird stuff give me like bramble yeah. bush flavored uh dr pepper give me concrete flavored dr <laughs> concrete. pepper you know we all know how much i love cement i would be all over that like a dr pepper in a cement can yeah i mean i don't care if it even like never made it to release and it like maybe it killed somebody in testing 
like I just want to like I just want to go to like a Dr Pepper museum and just see like a Dr Pepper with a like, concrete in it and then be like you know yeah we we tried. Could you, <laughs> you imagine know? that the accolade, the like sense of accomplishment to be the person who died from the experimental <laughs> Dr Pepper? Uh, it tastes good once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like your corpse is just crying uh, tears with a big smile. I, I don't think you're, you're you're gonna make it to the point where you can cry. You're just gonna like you're just gonna drink it. Like you know, let's just pretend like it is wet cement. You know, so like somewhat soluble. It's just gonna go to your stomach and like kill you. <laughs> they, they'll like uh, dig out the cement chunk and use that for your gravestone. <laughs> you don't. That's that's they put down the wrap on the thing. Like hey, you know. Don't waste this Dr. Pepper concrete. Please yeah. use it in foundations of buildings, you know? Well, my grandpa built this home, uh, not <laughs> with his hands, but the cement from his gut after drinking Dr. Cement Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Cement Pepper. Dr. Concrete, yeah. I'd do it. I would I would try it. I'd let it happen. Like, it's a, it's a good way to go out, you know? Like that. Little trigger warning, um, you know, about... Uh, Someone finding their time, but I, I read that this woman once um, was just ready to go. She was diabetic. She was like in her 80s. Mm. So she just ate a bunch of ice cream. <laughs> just, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. When I'm like 98, I'm just going to get a can of cement Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> my body will be sleeping with the fishes, but my soul will be soaring with the pepper angels. It's it's amazing. Milk just became like ten pounds heavier when they died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing other products Dr. Pepper has made. Um, there was a Hubba Bubba Dr. Pepper flavor. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That was um like very popular uh, back when I was a kid. You can get like Hubba Bubbas, and like one of the alternative flavors was always like Dr. Pepper. I remember that one very fondly. I never saw that, but I do love the Dr. Pe- Pepper Jelly Bellies. Mm. Do you remember the Dr. Pepper commercials? No. No? I think there was one in the... There's one in the UK where, like, um, it'd be, like, you know, the things you would pick uh, over a Dr. Pepper, you know? Like, oh, you know, you gotta tell your your wife you you love her or you know have a dr pepper you know like it was one of these weird ultimatums that was like very popular back in the 90s see the cement dr pepper would be the ultimate one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do see that one of the marketing slogans was just dr pepper time <laughs> dr that's that's so lazy <laughs> there's not even like a catch to it there's just like oh it's dr pepper time Jake Holmes in 1977 wrote the lyrics to Be a Pepper. Mm. Uh, and then there was another jingle, the most original soft drink ever. Mm. Mm, oh, uh, VSM, very strange melody was included in one of the performances. And just looking through through different jingles. Um, I hate when they had this the whole like, oh, it's not a cola. Like, of course, it's not cola. Who still thinks it's a cola? It's, you know, it's. It looks like a cola. Yeah. You know? It's got it's got that red um color scheme. You know, it's got the the black uh texture, you know. You know, I have a theory of why like they use the the red and everything. Uh isn't it because uh color theory means that like red and yellow stimulates your sort of uh hunger response, right? 
Um, yeah, red and yellow combined, but Dr. Pepper typically is very just red only. Um, so it's, it's incorporating one of the colors of that mm. red, yellow, um, sometimes orange. Orange can actually like excite the brain. Like if you put orange food coloring in mashed potatoes, it usually makes them taste better. Really? Um, yeah, just a little like mm, kind of pseudo science, but it, it, I've done it. It seems to work. <laughs> I think the reason they went with red out of all that was partially the the food science, but also because like, you know, red is the color of like life, the the philosopher's stone, the the blood, the, you know, spiritual connection of what is human essence and life itself. And the doctor facilitates that. Yeah, I was thinking like. It's got like a primary like red and white scheme, right? Yeah. And the name being Dr. Pepper maybe associates it with like sort of the medical field, you know? That's true. Yeah. They can't put the little red cross on it because that's. Um, yeah. yeah. Like the people would think it was like a first aid kit, you know? <laughs> well, so did you know you, you can't legally use like anything that looks like red cross um symbolism uh like mm. the blink 182 album had that on like the nurse's headband and they had to change it because it's like oh what is it it's not like a felony it's like some other like ridiculous like law breaking um like they were fine they just had to change it but i think it's um against oh it's, it's like against a certain convention like not geneva conventions but something ridiculous yeah yeah but i mean Maybe Dr. Pepper should be endorsed by the Red Cross. Yeah, I think I, I can get with the whole, like, um, not wanting to associate the Red Cross with uh, in <laughs> places it shouldn't be. You yeah, know? yeah. Because you don't want a misconcept of, like, what can actually heal you. And Dr. Pepper yeah. won't heal your body, just your, your soul. Well, well, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. FDA hasn't approved it yet because they're cowards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think the jury is still out on the beneficiary effects of Dr. Pepper on not just the physical side of you, but also maybe the psychological side of you, you know? It's eye-opening. Yeah. Have you ever been depressed and drink a Dr. Pepper? Hmm? Think about it. Yeah, you, you can't not <laughs> smile while, while drinking some good pee. Yeah, yeah, you know, people who are, like, deep into the sort of, like, the mind rot uh, you know, they're like, you know, they're hitting the whiskey, they're hitting like the the Mountain Dews, you know, in like times of desperation, you know, like Dr. Pepper is a, a drink of triumph, you know, it is a celebratory drink, you know, it really is. Uh, as they used to say, king of beverages back in <laughs> 1889. Wow. Was it really uh, that long ago? Was, mm-hmm. It was uh, around. Yeah. It, well, I mean, that's when it was just being called the king of beverages. So it's it's even older. Dang. Some would say timeless. Timeless. Some would say we've uh, unearthed it from like asteroids that fell in the North uh, Archipelagos, you know? Yeah, I think um, the creation of it for commercial, like commercially made, was just like the recovery of what once was. You know, there's a lot of, you know, we're just now discovering how the Romans made their special concrete. Mm. you know and we already seen that dr pepper has a lot of associations to concrete so you know i think this is just like one of those things that was lost to time and has been rediscovered exactly you know like i was watching uh like a special the other day about like how um like sort of uh ancient uh, southern american uh civilizations discovered our invented binary code before it could even be used in computers you know 
So like theoretically, Dr. Pepper could be out there in some primitive form, you know, like in some like big jug being carried around in a Roman uh, vomitorium, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Something just made for the, the elite in the bathhouse, just sipping. Yeah. You know, you're going to the, you're sitting in the stands, you know, you're watching, uh, you know, you're, you know, those two gladiators fight and like someone's got to be coming around with concessions, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've got like uh, hot dogs or whatever. What would they, what would they be eating back then? Like shawarmas? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm about to crack open one of these cream soda bottles I had, the Dr. Pepper cream soda to join Dr. you. The Dr. Pepper count is at two. Uh, well, okay. So I actually have Dr. Pepper cherry dr pepper dr shasta and dr pepper cream soda all at my desk right now about to mix it into a, an elixir of life <laughs> a, a, a dr king cup <laughs> a dr migraine <laughs> mm. that cream soda that was good mm. I, i'm surprised how much of the like spice flavor of dr pepper the creaminess brings out yeah i was actually about to bring that up uh, i got a bit distracted on our little tangent but um Maybe the reason why they don't introduce too many flavors is like maybe it could counteract the inherent identity of uh, Dr. Pepper's flavor. You know, like Mm -hmm. you could see that like, you know, concrete could easily um, overpower uh, the Dr. Pepper taste, you know? Yeah. um, You know, like the the cherry Dr. Pepper, vanilla Dr. Pepper, those are good, but it really is Dr. Pepper with something added. It's not like a blend, Mm. whereas those limited edition Cokes, those flavors all blend together because Coke itself is such um just a, a mild, low, like fit flavor palette, which like, oh, sure, yeah. if that's what you're into, something just plain and weak. Yeah. But like I want, you know, like I'm neurodivergent. I, I need a lot of stimulation mm. and like Dr. Pepper, as it is, just brings a lot of that. Yeah. But this cream soda brings some of that out more. But then there's also that cream which is um, like a, a sweeter, smoother flavor. So it's not like I don't want to say it's better than Dr. Pepper's like plain, but it, it does do a lot of interesting things with the flavor instead of just add to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like uh, Coke is just like a monologue where Dr. Pepper is more like a dialogue, you know, for sure. I could spend easily hours just talking about Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And it's like the only soda I would ever like go on about. And I'm just thinking about like you know flavors they sort of add to Dr Pepper that can't detract from it. And think, think lemon would work with it because oh, that was one sure. that was popular with Coke, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I've seen lemon Coke aid. Mm. I, that's not what they called it, but yeah, lemon and Coke. I think lemon would work with Dr Pepper, like a little lemon wedge right on the top. Yeah, Dr Pepper, if you're listening, we are available to hire. You yeah, know, we will. We will work as consultants for you. Well, what you if, know? like, imagine just like a year from now, you and I were like in LA, like you always picture. <laughs> I, I know this fantasy you have of the big puffy jackets, mm-hmm. but instead of Supreme, they say Dr Pepper. Oh, uh, you know what it's like? You know when you see like streamers that've got like their dedicated Red Bull fridge mm-hmm. in the background. Like, I want that for Dr Pepper. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So we have, uh, as far as our characters go, we have Ninfo-chan, Ovi-chan, Don Water Sports. Mm. We need like a a Dr. Pepper, like (laughs) horny OC. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's as simple as is. Um, I remember uh, one person, uh, I can't remember their name. I think it was uh, maybe Gaussian Art. 
but they did like uh, personified or anthropomorphized uh, soft drinks. Yeah. And they did one for Dr. Pepper where like it's in two forms where like oh. it's a normal form. And then like there's like a monstrous like hulking Amazon S form mm. of it. And it's like I was asking about that. I was like, oh, it's the, it's the aftertaste. <laughs> I, I want to get more into it, though, because like Dr. Mm. Pepper, unknowable, 23 flavors. I like the idea mm. of split forms, but we need to push it further of like eldritch sexy eldritch like uh some type of sponson like thing you know okay um but like can we fit 23 kinks into one oc oh there we go that's the challenge the 23 kinks and we don't even tell them tell anybody what they are you yeah. have to guess them <laughs> um Maybe maybe this is going to be one of our next streams. <laughs> you and I designing oh, the hell yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pepper OC. I am hella down for this. You know what? We've been going off about all these Dr. Peppers. I need to go get my my special occasion one. Can can you man the, the helm for just a second? Sure thing. As I go get my dark dark berry, I'll be right back. Hey there, everybody. You're listening to the Nymphomercial <laughs> podcast. Hosted by Milk Surface and Lemon Font. Uh, thank you for coming with us today to talk about hentai. You know, we're having a good discussion about it, and we hope that uh, you're all enjoying that there. It's so weird to do a podcast just by yourself. <laughs> like, I don't know what to talk about now. How was your day? You know, make sure you're drinking water out there. Yeah, drink some water with your Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back here. You're you're ready to hear this? Just oh yeah. I don't know if my mic picked it up, so I'm hoping yours did. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh man. See, this is the only like additional flavor that adds on top of the Dr Pepper so well. Like the mm. cream mixes with it, brings stuff out. The cherry just is on top of it. This is like on top of it, but still complements it. It's the only Dr. Pepper flavor like this. You, you got to find some. It might mm. be kind of hard. It was limited edition. I think they did it for Spider-Man first and then um, <laughs> Dr. Or then uh, Jurassic World. But ooh, oh, Dark Berry. Speaking of that, is there any like flavors that were released in sort of like a promotional capacity to something that you kind of miss these days? Um... Hmm. Yes. Okay. So, um, those little candy hearts, the, the pickup line hearts. Yeah. 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 They did a special promotion for one of the twilight movies. I think it was twilight new moon. Oh, right. Yeah. And they had the Edward and Jacob versions. The Jacob versions were cinnamon and the Edward versions were menthol. Oh, menthol. Those menthol candy hearts were one of the best things I've ever had. Oh, that's so interesting. Menthol candy hearts. That's just like, that just feels like breath mints, right? No, it's a little bit different because like they, they didn't have a strong mint taste because mm. it's the candy hearts. Right, right. So they, they like had a really mild, like chalky flavor. But they had that menthol feeling, that like icy right. feeling. So that's why I liked them so much because the, the the flavor was so mellow, but the the feeling in your mouth was so intense. 
Oh, right, right. I'm like, is it just like, have you, do polos exist in California? The like shirts. The, 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 no, the candy polos with like the white little donut things. Um. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Let me just do yeah. a, a quick. <laughs> yeah, of course the shirts come up. A candy. Um. Oh yes, yes, yes. I've had these. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, is it like that then? But those, those are kind of like deaf breath mints as well, right? Yes, it is a lot like this. Like the the these had the stronger like um feeling than flavor, but these still have a, a more intense flavor than those candy hearts. And also these are like very hard. So they, they don't like powder up in your mouth like the candy hearts do. Yeah. Yeah. The, those candy hearts were so good. I've never found anything quite like it. Um, I'm a big menthol person. Uh, all of my friends know that they can't offer me their menthol vapes because I might start vaping if I ever have one. <laughs> the controlled addiction. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I've never had interest in like vape or anything, but then I was like, Oh, you can just get nicotine free menthol. And my friends were like, don't, don't do it. No, no. Um, you don't want any part of the shit milk. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love being cold inside and out. Winch leads me Dr. Pepper cold or mm. warm. Uh, huh. That's a good question. I mean, I think obviously cold, right? You know, you want to, you always want a soda beverage to be nice, uh, near frost level of temperature. I disagree. Not, I'm not going to say I want it warm, but I don't want it near frost. Okay, so you like, you're okay with like a room temperature, Dr. Pepper? Mm, I like a little bit colder, like in the fridge for just a bit. But like in the fridge overnight, so where it's like fully fridge temperature, I'll actually want it to warm up a bit. <laughs> fully fridge temperature. Because <laughs> <laughs> like... Did you know we taste less in the cold? I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? Because, yeah. you know, our taste buds are like uh, little cells, right? Yeah. So like they don't, they'd want to work in, the, <laughs> in certain temperatures. They revolt. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why ice cream has so much sugar in it. They have to make it sweet enough that you taste it even though it's so cold. And that's why oh. as ice cream warms up, it gets a lot sweeter. So oh. a lot of times when you're finishing ice cream, you're like, oh, this is just too much sweetness. And you think it's because you've been eating it. It's because it's been getting warmer. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm about to turn like 34 next week, and this is like the first time I thought about like why ice cream has to be so sweet, <laughs> because ice numbs your tongue and you won't be able to taste things. Yeah, so, god. you know, by letting something warm up a little bit, it, it does let you taste more of it. But there is a point where it's like, not good. And then some things you just need hot because they they taste off cold, mm. even even though it's not like a lack of taste. It's, it's such an interesting thing and like we we hardly understand taste it's just one of those sciences that like who knows if we'll ever really understand how the sense of taste really works but truly the mystery you know that the final frontier mm -hmm. deep deep water outer space and the taste buds on our tongue there are people and i say people because like someone on their own in japan is working on this but then there's also like companies working on it too separately different ways but there are people that um are working on electrical stimulations to the tongue to simulate flavors dang which is cool because then you could eat anything and like make it sweet if you want without putting more like harmful things in it 
they made VR headsets for your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's what it is, right? Like I'm, I am totally down for this, like, you know, not dystopian future, but you know, weird future where, you know, I could just be IV dripped my essential nutrients and just pretend I'm eating Wagyu beef, you know? Imagine like pirating limited edition flavors so <laughs> they don't run out. Like when you pepper in the game, you pepper in real life. You you wouldn't download a cake. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. I'm totally down for, like, going on Pirate Bay and downloading a cheeseburger. <laughs> right? Pie. Yeah, like, put on the USB and just, like, lick it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Netflix will have, like, a, a special bundle oh. where, like, you just get Taco Bell shot in your mouth as you're watching episodes of Stranger Things. Food streaming services. Oh, my God. Now, this is sounding a bit dystopian. Now that capitalism is involved. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where it will go. Um, yeah, yeah. People will be making flavored NFTs. Oh, flavored NFTs. <laughs> you know, when it gets to that point, it feels like people are just going to, like, stop caring about, like, um, tasty flavors and going to be like, yo, what would it be like to just eat lava and not die, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just the the sensation, but toned down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So theoretically, Milk, to bring it all back around, you can taste that Dr. Concrete one day and not die. <laughs> I absolutely will. In the, the VR, <laughs> in the metaverse, I'll go to the cement soda fountain. I am about to BitTorrent my Dr. Concrete and live. Yeah, like people will be like, oh, check out my new mod for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and what if it could even get to like points where it gets to abstract things like, you know, concepts of emotion being <laughs> distributed in tastes, you know? Dr. Joy, Dr. You know, Euphoria. It's like, uh, oh guys, I've been I've been working in Unreal Engine 23 and <laughs> I made a Dr. Pepper that tastes like seeing your child walk for the first time and cherry. <laughs> cherry. Oh uh, yeah. Can I get a graduation day but in a diet, please? <laughs> like, I don't want to be graduating too hard. <laughs> you, you know what, Sonny? I've Never had a diet Dr. Pepper. Uh, I am prone to having a diet Dr. Pepper at times. You know, it's just nice, you know. Okay. Why? Because, like, it's so weird that, like, the flavor of Dr. Pepper is so persistent that I feel like reducing the sugar content doesn't do much to detract from the flavor. Oh, really? Because most sodas, you can taste it. They say you can't, but you you can't. Mmm... Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when you taste, like, a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi or a Zero Coke or Zero Pepsi, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't fool me at all on this one. With with a Diet Dr. Pepper, I could probably, like, you know, it'd take me a second, you know? I wonder I wonder if it's maybe even better. I, I drink lots of energy drinks. Mm. And one thing I swear by is sugar-free Red Bulls taste way better. Back when I would go to Dutch Bros and I was getting them all the time, I would always ask for the sugar-free Red Bull, but then like do the regular flavoring, not the sugar free flavoring, just because mm. that would help it not taste like a battery. Um, now I kind of like the battery taste of the special edition Red Bulls, but yeah. So wait a minute, you were going to like Dutch Bros and getting like Red Bulls? Yeah, they just used Red to do. Bulls or? No, no, they're flavored Red Bulls. Like they put flavoring in them. Mm, right, right, right. 
So like, would they make you like a coffee drink and just like spike it with a Red Bull? <laughs> no, I would. It would be like a, a, a. I would get Red Bull and then like blue raspberry flavoring. Uh it's been so long since I've been to the Dutch Bros. <sighs> They're so good, man. Mm. Dutch Bros needs. You, you know what they need. <laughs> Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Do they not have Dr. Pepper at Dutch Bros? I feel like they would have had them, right? No, they, they don't carry, like... Soda. Because, like, now they don't even have Red Bull. They have Rebel Blue, their their own version. Okay, weird. But, yeah, they don't, they don't carry any any big soda like that. Right. Big soda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that is a thing, right? Like, like Big Pharma, but, like, yeah. yeah I guess. Well, I mean, that's a little bit of both. Dr. Pepper, Big Pharma, Big Soda. Oh, oh, guys, I, <laughs> Illuminati and the Dr. Pepper symbol. I maybe. bet Martin Screlly has something to do with Dr. Pepper. I'm going to email him <laughs> and tell him I discovered his secrets. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're coming out of you for Screlly. That's who that's who we should gun um, to get onto the show for 2023. <laughs> Martin Screlly. Oh, my God. Like, I, I don't want to play my hand, but I do have a connection to the screlly year. well so do i <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this is what we do we make it a race <laughs> <laughs> see who see who can use their six degrees of separation first to get martin screlly onto an infomercial yeah <laughs> and then who, confront him about dr pep <laughs> yeah who can unearth him from the trash yeah <laughs> all uh, right i like this that this is the the challenge of next year we should we should do this from now on have a yearly challenge uh amongst each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also want to try to come up with a uh, fan challenges see if we can get more uh community participation mm. yeah we'll definitely have uh some plans there yeah okay cool Anything else you wanted to add, uh, Milk? Oh, yeah. We're kind of like at the end of an episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, well, in short, the hentai 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, just read it yourselves. You'll you'll enjoy it. Um, it's a doozy. But yeah, grab Dr. Pepper while you're at it. Um, oh. And like, honestly, thank you all so much for, for being here for the, the past three years. Or even if you've only been with us for like the last week or month. Um, you're all amazing. And I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm giving you a little kiss on the top of the head, if that's okay. And uh, were you going to say something, Lemon? Uh, Yeah, just a quick disclaimer. We are not in any way sponsored by uh, Dr. Pepper for this episode. There has been no monetary exchange, no acknowledgement from larger, big Dr. Pepper, you know? Yeah, yeah. The the big pepper doesn't know we exist yet. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag not sponsored at all. Yeah, but... (laughs) You know? You know what? I've always said we we would never take any like sponsorships unrelated to the content we do, but I, I think I'd make an exception. Another thing, well, we can't go back and put the toothpaste in, like, if they want us to do another Dr. Pepper episode. <laughs> I mean, we can just, like, Dr. Pepperfy everything in the future, you know? Like, um... <laughs> you know what, Milk? This hentai we're reading right now reminds me of the cool, refreshing, refreshing flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you made me choke. <laughs> There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need to go recover. Um, But for uh, the rest of you, uh, good luck on your Dr. Pepper endeavors. There we go. Bye. I love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
regards to a special 23 flavor combination, I only have positive feelings. If you're not down with the doctor, I'm not down with you. Now, please, exit my life. And Dr. Pepper, you make the world taste better. My name is Dallas Outsider, host of Too Many Co-Hosts podcast. And I like to say I approve of whatever milk is uh, sponsoring. I'm a pepper. I like Dr. Pepper. Drink Dr. Pepper. I used to mainline Dr. Pepper in the schoolyard. Dr. Pepper is best boiled with a slice of lemon. Have you ever tasted love? Contentment? Paternal approval? You have, if you've had a Dr. Pepper. Guzzle joy, Dr. Pepper. Now, somebody asked me, do I like Dr. Pepper? I gotta tell you, you're damn right I do. Oh, say the cream soda flavor. Oh, when I go to Sonic, give me a Rule 44 large, light ice, real cream, and if I'm feeling cheeky, vanilla flavoring. But yeah, I like Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, I know that's right, because that shit is my medicine. I used to do this thing when I was in high school where uh, if anybody would get me or offer to refill my fountain drink and they asked me what I wanted, I would just tell them, brown soda, brown, just a brown one. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, Coke, Dr. Pepper, root beer, just pick one and give me it. <laughs> Hello, this is Melanie Frankie McRib Ford. I'm here to talk about the fact that I love Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper because when no other doctor would take me seriously and I was victim to tons of medical gaslighting and medical fat phobia, Dr. Pepper believed me and Dr. Pepper sought me the proper treatments for my condition. If it were not for Dr. Pepper, I would currently be dead. Also, he's fucking delicious. I like a Dr. Pepper. Dr. Yes, Pepper like sure do. Good. Probably not my favorite brown <laughs> soda, but one of them. Yes, I would say. One of the tops. Like yeah. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper was my drink of choice in high school to the point where for my Easter candy basket one year, instead of giving me candy, my mom just gave me a huge basket full of cans of Dr. Pepper. It was a beautiful spring. When I was first asked to be a part of this, I was asked, do you care for the doctor? And I had never felt so hurt in my life. I feel I have spent a career, a life, building up the trust with my friends, my family, my community, and that they should know that I am down with the doctor. Everything about him, 23 amazing qualities all blended together into perfection. The girls, the gays, the theys, the, the queers, the those, those non-binary hoes, we all scream when the doctor comes around because he is perfection. Do I have any feelings about Dr. Pepper? Romantically? No. I like Dr. Pepper, but just as a drink. <laughs>